Sorry, I was watching a funny TikTok. <laughs> Might have been a very funny TikTok. You're yeah. a TikTok. Yes, I sure am. Yes. Welcome okay. in to the Revolution Network. It's just G's and I tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're living the dream now. The power couple. <laughs> the power couple. <laughs> Everybody else has lives like kids and wives, and here we are. Just us. <laughs> Just us. This is us. Well, that got a little depressing there, Jace. It, it kind of did, but it's okay. It really brought me down. <laughs> you should, at least we got each other, right? Is that what the people say? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we. Uh, I got to go spend a weekend with all the boys. Um, wonderful time in the Tri-Cities area. Mm-hmm. Uh in we, the 423. In that 423. Up top in the 423. And I live down south. So I had to mm-hmm. journey to the to the north where it was beautiful. I got to hang out with Cheese and Pumpy. Mm-hmm. And I got to see young baby Jones for the first time. She's beautiful. She's the best. <clears throat> uh, we don't really know exactly who she looks like, even though I think it looks more like Lauren, his wife. And then some people say it looks like Nick. I don't see uh, that. I think it, I think she looks like no one yet, but yeah, um, I think she's way too cute to be Nick's. But yeah, you know, agreed. That's just, that's, you know, that's just me. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll know whenever she gets older if she's got that like Nick Jones booty. You know, he's mm-hmm. those power those powerful powerful glutes, real yeah. thick thighs. It's a yeah, real it's a Jones thigh. brother Jones brother thing. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of power back there. Oh not, yeah, not boxing out these boys. Nope. No, not, not at all. It. Not at all. Um, so, National Signing Day. Not as exciting as it used to be, but still a pretty cool day. A uh, little shake-up here and there. Some people, like, I don't know, Tennessee volunteers sneak into the top ten. What do you think, Cheesy? It's a, it's a good good class for old, old potato head, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprising me a little bit, you know? He, yeah, you know, sometimes you work it. Sometimes you just do things. I mean, this is what the highest since Butch Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's acting crazy. Like, I'm acting like that was like 20 years ago, but um, yeah, it feels like it though, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels it like forever. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't that long. But yeah, it, uh, I think it's a good, good sign for for Tennessee fans. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at, I know stars aren't the you know, end all be all, but yeah, I mean, you look at who's at the top every year and you look at your, you look at Alabama and you look at Georgia, Ohio state. Now Clemson's up there, even though Clemson had been a little farther down than the other elite teams in, in years past. But, um, yeah, yeah. LSU's up there. Um, I mean, you look at the, who's, you know, who's got the most, talent and who's there at the end of the year most of the time. I mean, I know you got to yeah. develop that talent and, and have good coaching and everything, but yeah, you know, so it's, uh, it's a good sign for, for old yes, Tennessee. For sure. Uh, we got two big wide outs today, which helps out Harrison Bailey in the long run. It's like, mm-hmm. it's one of those, you hope these, these are like the future guys, two freaking studs, you know, you, you gotta love those like s- superstar six, three athletes with dreads. Like those are the cool guys. Yep. That's what you want. I saw that. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I saw that picture today of Wadman. I was like, yes, those are the guys. I mm-hmm. want, uh, yeah, I want those guys, all of them. They're, he, he is uber talented. Uh, Beckwith wants to be the guy that plays two sports. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see about, you know. That's a, that's a tough thing to do. You got to be, <clears throat> you got to be special. Special. Who, Charlie Ward. I'm trying to think other guys that did it for basketball. I know there's been quite a few baseball guys. Draymond tried. Really? And I didn't know that, but Pumpy actually brought it up to me earlier because we were talking about uh, talking about him earlier, and he said, "Yeah, Draymond." And I was like, "I, like, I don't think Draymond yeah. did, but he apparently was played tight end a little bit at the start of his career and huh. struggled. Oh, and then ended up just sticking with basketball. I mean, you got to be. I mean, it's just tough because I mean, unless unless you're just you're just that good. I mean, Kyler yeah. Murray played oh, played baseball and football. Yeah, the baseball seems a little yeah. Baseball seems a easier in college. Yeah, 
not right back to back. I mean, conditioning wise too, man. Like that's two different monsters. I mean, yeah, they're, they're I know they're special. Yeah. yeah, I know people are just special kind of athletes. They can do it, but that's still an adjustment period. And I mean, that's that would be your whole life. It's just those two. Like anytime you're not practicing football, you're practicing basketball, and you're just eating, mm-hmm. sleeping, going to school, and sports. That's it. That's all you can do. And like you know, football. If football was your main, you know. You know, it's more X's and O's than, than mm-hmm. basketball. But at the same time, basketball, there's that, there's that like camaraderie with mm-hmm. your team and, and and that kind of flow and gelling with the other guys on the team on the court. Yeah. So it's like not having that before the season because you're in football and trying to – you just have to be – you just have to be special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't see him playing. No. Especially with next year's class coming in too. I mean – I don't think he's quite any of the five-star basketball players that we have coming in. So Mm -hmm. I don't see how that's going to work out. But still, I mean, the thought that you can maybe do that, uh, pretty impressive. So Yeah, it would be impressive. I'd I'd enjoy seeing it. Yeah. Just to see. Something to look at. Yeah. um, Yeah, Georgia snuck ahead of Bama to get the number one spot this year. Uh, I don't know. Georgia's frustrating because, and I know, you know, they play in the – does you see with Bama and LSU from this year and mm-hmm. everything, but it's like everybody was like always so it's like, you know, they got rid of Rick because he had talent, but he could just never win the big one. And they were really talented, but they just weren't mm-hmm. winning the SEC championship and stuff like that. And now Kirby smart is getting better talent than Rick got. Yeah. Like he's like top five class and now he's number one and they still can't do it. Yeah. It's and it's just like, literally, he's – Kirby Smart, people are going to act like he's just a way better coach than Mark Richt and their the program's just better off. But it's like they're – it's the same. It's like they're – Yeah. They're twin brothers and they're just out there doing – Kirby gives a little <laughs> bit weirder pregame speeches, but, yeah. you know. What, what's, what's crazy to me is – I don't know if you think about this the same way, but I feel like the Georgia talent – went up another notch like the the just the pool of talent it was always i mean it was there but it was florida texas california sometimes ohio and i kind of feel like georgia moved up into that hotbed as soon as kirby got there so i feel like there is like an easier talent pool to pick from nowadays well yeah just think about quarterbacks that got out of Georgia and you had Trevor Lawrence and you had Justin Fields, which I know he was committed to, he played at Georgia and then yeah. went to Ohio State. So two of the four quarterbacks in the playoff uh, this year. And then, and then you actually, for 2021, Oklahoma had Brock Vandergriff yeah. before he decommitted and now is going to Georgia. But that was another one that was going to get out of the state. Yeah. Another stud quarterback. And you're over here, Starting Jake Fromm. It's yeah. like, I, I yeah. know Jake Fromm was a highly touted recruit and stuff too, but yeah, I just find it hard to believe that Jake Fromm's as talented as Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and what Brock Vandegrift will probably be in the future. Yeah. And so, then also, I mean, I, I know he's not the same touted recruit, but I mean, made it probably the second, I think he made the second biggest jump in the newest rankings was Harrison Bailey. And yep. I mean, he's breaking all those guys' records. Now I know it's, I don't think it's quite the def- defensive count that it was when most of those guys, but when you're beating guys like Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Jake Fromm, those are the guys you're, you're oh, your yeah. records, you know, like that there's just so much talent there. And I feel like it's just really taking that next step to like Texas, Florida level. Um obviously not the volume of Texas, just there's just not as many people, but right. still as far as high end talent, all these big, huge offensive linemen uh, defensive lineman, just it's a factory. And obviously, the running backs for Georgia and, in the last six years, you know, yeah, and they're getting top tier talent. I mean, they're getting better talent now than they got with with Rick. Oh and yeah, it's just the same. It's like the same result. It's yeah. like they're they still can't get over. And I know getting over, like when I'm talking about getting over the hump, I'm talking about Bama and yeah. then LSU from this year, who was remarkable so i mean it's not like it's an easy it's not like they're but you go out there and you lose to south carolina and i know things happen but when you're getting that top tier talent that's just something that clemson and and alabama don't do yeah 
Like they just – and even – I mean, Ohio State has kind of in the past couple of years, that's another one that's kind of been frustrating. Like they've yeah. – they get all this talent and then they'll, they'll have those ones where I think – what was it, Purdue that – Purdue beat them <laughs> two years ago and then – yeah. Yeah, you know, and I mean they were undefeated this year, but they usually have that one slip up, kind of like Oklahoma too, as yeah. well. Yes, um, but, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I expect more out of Georgia with the talent they have, for sure. Yeah, and it kind of just frustrates you because I feel like they got they just pushed for Rick to get out of town, and then as mm-hmm. soon as that happened, that that hotbed of talent grew a little bit more and makes Kirby look a little bit better, but what's he done that's that much different? I think I, yeah, I do yeah. think he's gotten the double-digit wins more and things like that, mm-hmm. and I get it. But, yeah, it's it's the same result, SEC East winners. Obviously, it's been a down SEC East. I mean, I know Florida's been in the top ten, but when you watch them, it's like an eye test thing. It's like, are, right. they, are they really that great? I mean, yeah, they can beat some people. I, I get it. They, they're talented, but – you don't feel like it's as strong as it has been. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I'm pleased with that. It looks like another huge year for the SEC as far as that goes. What did you feel about – I mean, you being an Oklahoma guy, I mean, being outside the top ten this year, thoughts, concerns, or did you feel like you just still had a bunch of talent there and didn't really I'm, need as bad? I mean, me and Nick had kind of talked about it before National Signing Day about – he feels underwhelmed, and that was when we were. I think we were ninth coming into today, and then we ended up. We ended up on two four seven. We ended up eleventh. Um, Texas is is nine now. Ugh. Yeah, ugh, Texas, right? Um, <laughs> but I mean, we got some good pieces. It's not the. I mean, last year you had Spencer Rattler, you had Jaden Hazelwood, Theo Weiss, Trajan Bridges, all five-star offensive players. And then mm-hmm. you had Austin Stogner was a top top two tight end, I think. Um, you know, big four-star four star tight end. Yeah. The offensive line class this year for us is was really strong, and it's going to continue being that. with If, if Bill Beaton both stays, I think he's yeah. the best, if not – I mean, top three, if not yeah, the best. for sure. You know, offensive line coach in the country. Um I mean, Marvin Mims was the leading receiver in Texas state history, so that's pretty big. I think he's kind of an underrated guy that'll be you'll hear hear a lot about, you know, in a couple of years. But um, mm-hmm. we had we we actually got a, about three JUCO, the top two defensive tackles, and then a I think the top defensive back. Um, Ooh, but Perion Winfrey was the number one defensive tackle. He'll he, he's going to fill a void for us, you know, losing Neville Gallimore in the middle. And then Josh Ellison was the number two defensive tackle. We got him as well. So two Juco guys coming in there in the middle of the defensive line. Yeah. It, it's still, though, it's um until I see us, because it's not like if you look back at the history of like the last five years, it's not like we've just been getting a bunch of five stars and four stars on offense and then a bunch of, three stars on defense and it's like, well, we just can't get defensive recruits. It's like, no, we're getting like Levi Draper was a big four star linebacker that he just transferred to Arkansas. He's yeah. gonna be playing for Arkansas next year. He never stepped on the field for us. He he was he wasn't even the backup. He was getting beat out by walk on Brian Mead. So it's like it's like we get these guys that are four maybe one one or two five stars here and there, but you know, four star defensive guys, talent, and it was just like until we start developing them and stuff. I mean, those stars to me, it's it's tough to put any stock in them. But it it seems like we're getting bigger defensive backs than we have in the past, just height lengthwise. So, which is what Grinch wants. Yeah. So I mean, Grinch knows what he wants, and now he's going to start recruiting to fit his speed D and I mean, we took a, a jump forward from, uh, you know, two years ago, we took a jump forward last year. So yeah, that was encouraging. We, although we do lose Kenneth Murray and Neville Gallimore, our two best and Parnell Motley, I'd say our three best defensive players. So, yeah, so it's, you know, there's, there's, back. there's stuff, but, there's, um, yeah, it, 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 it's weird having a, 
complaining about a eleventh ranked class, but at the same time, I feel like we're Oklahoma. We should be, yeah, you know, easy top ten every year. You know, if we've been in the playoff four out of the last five, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, because everybody that makes the playoffs I feel like, look at the regulars: Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Ohio State. Those are your top five, and then there's a weird one that I mean. Look at what Jim Bowden did at Texas A&M, getting to the sixth spot. Um, well, even when someone was at A&M, they were getting good recruiting classes. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, they got ta- – that's another one. Texas a and is like a talented place. You know, yeah. They're in Texas, and they compete with Oklahoma and Texas, you know, and uh-huh. getting those big-time Texas recruits. But it's just like – and Auburn's usually. I mean, Florida, yeah, Auburn's usually there, yeah. You, there's really no – nothing really surprised me about the – no. Shoot, even going down to 12. Yeah, I mean, it, but it is one of those that you think it's the same five that have been in it for mm-hmm. who knows how many years. I feel like that rotation, and plus Oklahoma as well, you kind of just feel like it keeps going that way. And I guess, you know, be, like you said, it's it's hard to complain about being 11, but still, you know, you just kind of have that mindset of, hey, if – Everybody else that got in the playoffs this year is in the top five, uh, and even though the other consideration considerations, it's like ah, maybe, maybe we should have been there too. But right, yeah, yeah. a lot of good years. Thought it was a really talented class overall. Thought there's some really uh, some big time athletes. Kids don't eighteen year old kids don't look like eighteen year old kids anymore. Could, it's crazy, dude. Like these kids are ginormous. Uh, you look at some of them, you're like. Like I remember what I looked like, which I graduated yeah. high school at seventeen. I remember what I looked like and what the people at my high school looked like. And then I'm like, if that dude was walking around my high school when I was a senior, we'd have been like, "Whose father is this?" <laughs> like, my goodness, exactly. Yeah, these exactly. kids are like, I don't get it, man. Like, like you can just tell, like they're they're groomed nowadays, man. Like their health and nutrition. I mean, yeah, there was always like lean kids, like in high school, like there was athletes and. You know, we both went to decent sized high schools, you know, probably, you know, 1,200 to 1,500 kids. Yeah, at least. Like, yeah. and so, uh, you know, you're still going to get some like athletes that come around town and they're still, but they just don't look like this. And I get, I know these mm-hmm. are Division One talent, but we, I just don't feel like we had that. And I think nutrition and the way people learn how to train nowadays and work out, it's just developed. It's like all these old, narratives like oh you shouldn't start lifting until you're so and so but i think that all right. that crap's been scientifically proven that they're just wrong it's just we we didn't you don't know what you don't know but nowadays i feel like these kids do know and mm-hmm. they get groomed along because you see the talent at a young age and somebody's like hey take that kid let's make this something out of him because he's this is going to be you know if it's the old his gonna be his way out or he's just uber talented let's groom this kid along right. um you know, people start to recognize that early nowadays because sports, you, everybody starts playing sports, multiple sports early. So, yeah. Yeah, I just uh, – you take a look at some of these guys and you're just like it, – it's incredible. It yeah. really is. It's uh, shocking. I, I can't believe that that never happened to you or somebody was like, that guy, uber talented. I agree. Yeah. Like, I think I was overlooked a lot, but, you know. Yeah. You can't go back and change the past. That's true. It's whatever. If people would have saw the the hands and the speed and the just the the good football awareness. You what could have been? You could have been the greatest tight end of all time. I mean, I was all, I'm already going down in the ETSU intramural <clears throat> tight end ranks. It's, oh yeah, you know, yeah, easy. Top three, easy. I look like Gronk out there. Um, Great hands, just just really good hands. Just awareness, uh, nowhere to go in the in the zone. I made, yeah, I made Nick Jones what he was at quarterback. Yeah, um, what you, he's not here to tell you any different, so therefore it is true. <laughs> I mean, what do you, um, do you think? You think he's just average without you? I mean, not to make a hot take, but I remember I said out of possession, and I don't think we got a first down. So I mean, <clears throat> take that for what it is, huh? Well, it's just if you're talking percentages here, no touchdowns. A hundred percent of the time, I wasn't in the game. So, hmm. therefore, I mean, sorry, Nicholas. Do, do with that made-up stat what you, what you will, <laughs> but you know, well, I don't think I ever said out of position. Well, <laughs> um, well then, Nicholas. Yeah, I mean, Nicholas Jones. He was good, but 
he was good, but I don't know. He's been okay. Our, he's kind of like, kind of like Tom right now. He's Tom Brady. Brady is what he was. He's Tom Without Brady that's exactly what he he's is. Exactly what he I is. was Gronk and Julian Edelman for him. So at the yeah. same time, somehow I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. I, just, uh, <laughs> I was both of those guys. Yeah. Well, uh, let's roll on talking about the two best tight ends in the NFL. Not quite up to T standards. Travis Kelsey. And Mr. George Kittle. Dude, I could have swore you were going to say uh, George Kittle and Blake Bell. Cause Blake oh, Blake Bell. Bell the Bell Dozer. You know, did you hear, did you hear there's an over-under on his his catch? There was a side bet over-under uh, three yards um, on a Blake Ooh. Bell catch. Really? Yeah. Over under three yards. Uh, it's weird. I was watching a tight end in the Super Bowl that was our starting quarterback. What a special athlete! Thank goodness. Yeah, I, he used to play for San Francisco at the start of his career. That's who drafted. Did he really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah. God, how long, how long has he been there? Shoot, how long has he been, been in the league? I should say. Man, Nick could tell you exactly. Um, I'll, I'll look her up. I, 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 I need to know. I need to know long, how long the Belldozer's been doing the thing. Five or six years? Yeah. Wow. Maybe? Yeah. Well, wait, it's 2020, maybe? Seven? Oh, wow. Yeah, one, two. This is, yeah, this is a six year. Six year. Six year, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Blake, Blake Bell just, uh, I don't know. They're just making it happen. They tied in somehow. Do you want to know a funny stat? Yep. He uh, he had one kicker kick return for uh, nine yards. I'm telling you, man, he had like our running backs. Uh, running backs numbers suffered while he was quarterback because we had the belldozer. You had just, the uh, freaking belldozer, man. We'd line it up, let him score, and we'd we'd all take our hand like a trucker and yeah. People would be so mad. Like if you if you were the crazy person that played college fantasy football, you're pissed whenever you saw that come in. You're like, God, my running back's not. Why did I? Why did I draft a Oklahoma running back? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, old belldozer. Move on to belldozer. (laughs) (laughs) Got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna at the belldozer tomorrow. Be like, you want the most podcast? You got. You want some attention? We got you, bro. There's no way anybody talked about Blake Bell more than us. No way. No way. You got you got a whole <laughs> minute yes. and a half. There For sure. Um, which, a minute and a half, that's all it freaking took to get the fire started for Patrick Mahomes. My gosh, mm-hmm. dude. That I don't know. Like We were just chilling. We all had a big Super Bowl party at Jesus' house. And I just I, I felt like I was looking up, and they were up 20 – 49ers were up 20 to 10. And then – Three minutes later, Kansas City Chiefs her head. What? Yeah, what the heck it, happened? It's remarkable. What the heck happened? They, um, Patrick Mahomes, man, he uh, he's good at foosball. He's that good, dude. He's he's he literally could go down as maybe the greatest quarterback of all time. Isn't that crazy thinking he's only twenty four? I know he said that fourteen hundred times. Like, I mean, he started two seasons in the NFL. This was his third. I mean, this was his third season, but he only started two of them. And he's got an MVP, a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl MVP, Pro Bowl two times. Touchdown record. All first team all time. First team all pro once. Yep. Touch, yeah, I mean, he's. And this, it's two years. Two years of playing. Yeah, and he's got, I mean, why? I don't know why next year he wouldn't be in the pro bowl and be deep in the playoffs because unless he gets hurt, because you look at the weapons around him and yeah, I don't know, man, he just, he's special. He really is. It's we, we, you and I had the conversation talking about the Aaron Rodgers aspect. Like Mm -hmm. we always, we always talked about how Aaron Rodgers was the guy that (coughs) has the most talent. And I know like Tom's the goat, like Tom's the best winner. Tom has, has it all. But like when you're talking about pure arm talent, mobility, you know, you just when you watch Aaron, you're like, wow, that's the best. But now, I, I don't know, man. How do you how do you argue against Patty? Because that dude's yeah. got got a slightly better arm. He's mobile. He makes 
you, what we're talking about with Rattler, you know, they just make these crazy throws, man, and you can't stop it. I, I mean, do you are you still on that train? Have you kind of oh yeah cool well, down I mean, from the weekend or no? I mean, I always used to say that Aaron Rodgers was the most talented player to ever play quarterback. Like as far as just quarterback all around talent, it was Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And now Patrick Mahomes, like they can get away with with thing with with worse mechanics than guys like Tom Brady or the Manning brothers or Rivers, Roethlisberger, those guys. Yeah. You know, while they're those guys are great quarterbacks, like you know, getting out of the pocket, throwing off one foot, doing, you know, just awkward body throws. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're so, they're just so incredible at it. Like yeah. just watching some of the things Rogers has done in his career and then watching, just watching Patrick Mahomes. He's so fun to watch. Like you want to watch Patrick Mahomes play. Yeah. yeah. It's just, just fireworks, man. Always. And, and you know, it was a, uh, I saw some people kind of, maybe kind of criticizing uh, Shanahan's play calling in the fourth. It felt like they threw, did, had some play actions and threw a little more than they should have Yeah, um, when they had that lead. And, you know, he said he he responded by saying, you know, he was being aggressive. And, you know, I like that plan to win, not to lose. Even though at the same time, the strength of that team was running the ball. I think the Chiefs, though, had kind of figured it out. Like, yeah, they- the Chiefs figured out Derrick Henry. In the second half, yeah, they they, they weren't and, gashing them up. I don't, I, I, I no. totally agree because I, I felt like early they were getting those seven yard games, six yard mm-hmm. games. To that slow down, the second half was a very good half. To, yeah, I agree. They did the same thing with Henry. And um, yeah, I just uh, then once Mahomes got that one score, in my mind, I was like, man, if they can just get a stop, that's it. Know. That's it. Yeah. And they did, man. I I thought I was going to lose some money to old Dill. He had taken the. Ooh, the forty ers the forty ers at plus one and a half. I took the Chiefs at minus one and a half, and uh, I think he was feeling pretty good in the fourth quarter, up ten. Pumpy had a little swag to him over there on the couch, and then and then somehow he went from a double digit lead to a double digit deficit. Pumpy w- and, did not enjoy that. He wasn't. He wasn't. Try- he was trying not to show it, but you could tell he was a little hurt. Pump, Pumpy lost some money. Yeah, okay? he sure did. He sure did. He, I'm not gonna tell you how much. It was upwards of probably five grand. Because <laughs> you know we're high rollers. Yes, yeah, so we're all high rollers. Yeah, but uh, I, no, it was uh, it was good. It was, I won some money. Yep. I see the Chiefs win, who I wanted to win. Yep. Um, I was okay with either. Like, there's this was not a Super Bowl where I was like, I yeah. really dislike one team, or I'm tired of one team. Like, these are two teams that I enjoyed watching. I mean, I know the Chiefs. Right. I know the Chiefs just beat the Titans, but I was like. They're fun to watch. I was like, they're, they're just mm-hmm. like it, it, it's like a really cool shot maker in the NBA. Like watching when you used to go, like Kobe was fun to watch because he mm-hmm. he used to just make tough shots. He could get buckets. You know, right. you always feel like there's a chance for to, for to like win. Steph Curry type. Yeah, like Steph Curry does some stuff. I'm like, oh, it's cool. I could watch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you get tired of Golden State winning, but it's like I don't want. Like, if they're on TNT, I'm gonna watch that game for a while. Yeah, back when they fun. had Durant and Curry and Clay, I lo- like, like I loved watching them because I mean, I'm just a fan of great basketball, and that's yeah, two of the best five players on the planet, you know, were playing for them at the time. So Yeah. And it's that's the Chiefs, man. They're they're so fast. Like they can score in a hurry. And yeah. it's it really is, I mean, a correlation to that Warriors team also, like you no matter how far down they could go on these runs and they did in the fourth quarter the Chiefs did in the fourth quarter, they go on these runs where they have so much speed and Tyreek and Sammy and uh, I mean I know Miko didn't do even it. yeah, even yeah, even Miko Hard. But he didn't do it. But then also, man, like maybe side piece MVP should have been Damian Williams. Like, bro, my boy got robbed, dude. I thought, oh boy, he had, he played awesome. He made short, you know, two yard gains into seven yard gains. He 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 got buckets. You know, he played he did, awesome. I, yeah, my boy Dame. You know, undrafted, undrafted Damian Williams. I tell you, yeah, yeah, feel good story. I I really enjoyed it for him. Yeah. Um, and Blake Bell, you know. And Blake Bell. Blake um, Bell was you know, side piece. Shout out. <laughs> I think he, he caught a ball, I think. So. Yeah. Now, he, uh, I was kind of wondering if, like, if Debo 
could have got like a touchdown and like if they would have won, I was like, could Debo Samuel have won? Because it kind of looked like who who's the best playmaker for the 49ers? And Debo was Debo, doing yeah, work. Debo looked like it. I agree. Yeah. He he's gonna be a he's gonna be a stud. It was it was a really good game. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a really good game. It was a really good halftime show. Yeah. Oh um, dude, shake it for me. Really enjoy that, you know? Um if you're out there complaining about the halftime show, you can just shut up. Yeah. Because you're wrong. You're wrong. Like you're just whatever you're gonna say, like you're wrong. I did I did love <laughs> I saw a really good meme. It was it was uh the picture it was like all the moms and it was like this really excited, happy girl, like, you know, doing the double pumps to the face, like, oh my gosh. And it was at, mm-hmm. it was Adam Levine shirtless. And then oh, it yeah. had like the grumpy mom, like whenever like all the smoke show forty three and fifty year old J Lo and Shakira on stage. She's like, What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Well that was funny because yeah. I was like, Yeah, yeah, you were all excited for all Adam Levine a couple Yeah, years. I love the double standard. Yeah. There is. It's funny. Especially uh a lot of the the grumpy moms are probably named like Karen or <laughs> Deb Deborah or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um but did uh, you have to think they, did you think for a second you're like, Oh, do I know any moms named Deborah? That- I did actually. Oh, yeah. I thought I was like, I don't want to offend anybody, but then I'm like, I think my mom's the only one that listens, her name's Kelly, <laughs> and she's an angel, so you know, whatever. Um that she is. But uh yeah, like they, I saw a picture of like Dancing with the Stars, like their outfits every week. Yeah, and then it's like they were they show more skin than J Lo and Shakira. But um, yeah, it was a good halftime show. It was way better than the Red Hot Chili Peppers in twenty fourteen. That's for sure. Rough time, man. But, uh, yeah, that's yikes. But um, I got my got to see my boy Bad Bunny and uh, Bad Bunny was not and surprised. And Jay Balvin, I actually called the Bad Bunny when I yeah. looked over. I was like, "You think Bad Bunny will be out there?" Yeah. And of course, the room was like, "Who's Bad Bunny?" But you know, whatever. Um, I knew he was a part of the song. I couldn't tell you what he looks like. I couldn't tell you what it looks like, but I knew he was part of the song. That's all I knew. See, I, I just, I my my Latin trap game, like I, you know it. Listen to a lot of that stuff, you know. Yeah. What? So, what? So overall, we'll, we'll take like excitement, star power, uh, all of it. The halftime show. What is your Grade of this Super Bowl. Ooh, shooey! Are you gonna remember it? Yeah, I'll remember it. I'll remember uh, Patty's first one. Yeah, I'll remember. Um, I'll remember the people I spent that night with. Oh, that's no, precious. Um, my niece was there. All my besties. Yeah, you know it was great. Um. No, but I'll remember it. I think it was a memorable one. I'd, I'd, I'd give it an A. I mean, yeah, I think you have two younger uh, quarterbacks that are that are really good. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has a chance to be special, yeah. um, which I think he's already special. Yeah, I think you could make the argument he's done about as much in his career as Eli Manning did, <laughs> and he's only done it in two. And I mean, oh, really? I mean, Eli Manning has one more Super Bowl than him. And then has one less MVP. Yep. And then has is going to have a worse record by the end of Patty's career. What's funny? So um, it, let me ask you this real quick. If he, I know this won't happen, but if Patty like just went out and had a couple like just mediocre, you know, he plays nine, ten more years, has like mediocre, so so might make the first, second round of the playoffs. At most, no, we'll say he'll be in the MVP running one more time. Just, you know, a solid but okay career after this. He's mm. still he's still a Hall of Famer, right? I think so. Um, sheesh. Like if he doesn't, yeah. if he doesn't win like another MVP, but he gets a, I mean, the conversation. Eli Manning. Eli Manning had a a mediocre career, other than. Two games, like a two, couple two, years, two playoff runs, and even and even those playoff runs, it's not like he had great seasons. No, no, it's like, I mean, if the Titans would have gotten to the Super Bowl this year, it's not like they had this just this outstanding regular season. You know, they were nine and seven. It's kind of like what Eli Manning and the Giants were. Yeah, it was like they won both their Super Bowls as wild card team, and I don't know, like if Eli Manning can, like, just 
the greatest thing about Eli Manning's career is that he played a really long time. Yeah. And they, I mean, he won two Super Bowls, obviously, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know how people would feel if like, he, he's the only guy to really, you know, he figure out Tom. Yeah, but even though he didn't really play Tom, I guess, but it's one of those that he beat Tom Brady twice. If he would have beaten like Flacco and Tom Brady, I don't think it'd have been as good. But yeah, the the whole beating Tom twice, I get it. Like that's beating Belichick, especially twice. when it was Tom had two Super Bowl losses and they were only Eli Manning. Yeah, at one point Eli Manning was the only man to ever beat Brady in a Super Bowl. Not Russell Wilson, not whoever was playing for the Raiders. Yeah, I think he beat Jake Delholm in Carolina one year or something like that. Yeah, he sure know. he sure did. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like it's like to be fair, we will look back at the quarterbacks Brady played against the Super Jared Goff. Yeah, Eli Manning twice, uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah, it's rough, dog. So, it's not. It's, like, it's Matty Ice. Nick Foles beat him. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> Nick Foles, Foles beat him. And, and the and the Eli Manning twice. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Matty Ice, Matty Ice isn't as bad. Like when I look back, I, I just I don't know how golf's gonna turn out. Like, I don't think he's. I think that was like a maybe a one hit wonder type situation. Yeah, yeah. like to, that that whole situation confuses me still. Yeah, I, and then look, look yeah, especially looking back at this team this year, I was like, Ugh. I know they they had a awesome defense that year. Everything kind of worked out. I just think people kind of figured out. McVay a little bit and enough to slow him down and like I know they had some injuries but you still had Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks was injured on and off a lot of concussion stuff but Robert Woods Cooper Cup dude like stacked I don't get it yeah yeah I don't I, I don't understand how they literally went from this offense I was just like you need these guys in fantasy to you can't even roster Brandon Cooks <laughs> yeah it was like yeah I, I was like what happened I, I don't, don't get it. I don't either. Yeah, whatever, but yeah, yeah, big time. I'm gonna say, I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll, I'll, to go back, I'm, I think a a a minus for the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, it was, I thought it was kind of a snooze early. Um, yeah, the first half was, but that was like, but I understood like that's yeah. that was the game plan. We we talked about it uh, at halftime with the Rev Newt Revnet folks. All of us were there. Um, that both which was weird. Is like ten ten. Both teams are like, okay, we're good. You know. Yeah, we're, we're satisfied. Yeah, because oh, we'll if you're San Fran, you're like, we held them 10 points, and we're we're doing well. They're, at that point, they were running the ball on them well. Uh, they were moving down the field. Defense was Kansas City, awesome. Yeah. yeah, defense looked And then you were, like you said, Kansas City was like, hey, tie ball game, we're not even hitting on any cylinders, really. Patty, we're not losing. They can't just yeah. bleed the clock. They still had to score, yeah. Yeah, Patty didn't – he looked bad. I mean, like, he looked borderline bad. Early on, and then obviously stepped up and made plays. And they figured yeah, he out. made some. He made some bad throws. Yeah, um, that pick was ugh, that first pick. Wait, both? Or, I guess was it both of his. The one he was throwing to Tyree Kill, where the oh, the defi- Fred Warner just <laughs> was just sitting underneath it. I mean, I get he probably just didn't see him, but yeah. At the same time, hey, sheesh, that was rough. That was a bad one. Um, yeah, Jimmy G didn't look great this game. Thought he made some good throws. Mm-hmm. Um, the best throw he made was negated to the Kittle. The Kittle throw at halftime. Oh, that was a tough one, man. Yeah, that was a tough call. At, when I saw it live, I was like, "Oh, he pushed off." And yeah. I watched the replay, you know, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, maybe a weak, a little bit weak." But I mean, yeah. But all in all, it was a it was a good Super Bowl. I was uh, I was pleased, even though our boys. Both our teams got put out in the in the semis, semis, semis. If I said semifinals, then I was just going with semis, and then I just <laughs> yeah, get a little. I don't even, I don't even made a new made a new word. I don't semifinals. even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, yeah, I could have been trying to say the Seminoles or Seminoles. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Got real country. It was, yeah, get, get them boys. I could have been trying to say sin. I could have been also trying to say cinnamon rolls, uh, Seminoles. You know, just any. Anything. There's a lot of things I could have been saying. But what I was really trying to say was the semis. The semis. Um, yeah, that was where I was going. There you but, go. Um, uh, yeah, it was uh, It was good. It was good Super Bowl. Good Super Bowl. Great folks. Uh, dude, you have you have 4,000 things of Tostino's chips in there. Yeah, there's a lot of Tostino's left in there. 
Jeremy ate none of his corn dip Dude, that I, he brought, I, or I, the ones that we bought, or the one he brought. He ate he ate zero of it. I knew it was you know we happen. left church on Sunday, and he was like corn, corn dip, corn dip. We both said in the car, zero corn dip. We said in the car, we're like, he's not gonna eat a, a daggum ounce of those things. And you know what happened? He did. And who was right? Us. Us. We Again. Right. You know what's sad is we know our friends almost too well. That clown, I swear. <laughs> He's very really glad I love him. Yeah. I just so now I'm be eating corn dip for the next three weeks. <laughs> what do you, who it's smells various. like corn dip? That's cheese. Sorry, that's all I've eaten the last five days. <laughs> that's all we have in the house. Just Tostitos and corn dip. Tostitos. Even though I did make some bomb uh, pork penne pasta tonight. Oh, dude. Felt like Bobby Flay. Cheesy Flay. Yeah, I got my got my water boiling. You know, I put my pasta in. While I was doing that, I was cooking my pork in uh, cast iron skillets. Um, you know, threw in. What did I throw in next? Sheesh, I, I forgot what I did. Um, shout out to HelloFresh, you know. Yeah, shout out to HelloFresh. Free ad. I mean, we don't have a discount code, but go find one, and we'll we'll yeah. we'll make one. We'll we'll have dude Revnet. RevNet discount code sounds pretty easy to type in. Pretty cool. For sure. Just throwing that out there, HelloFresh. They make me feel like I'm a really good cook. Actually, it was it was really nice. I was over cooking. Dylan was watching TV. He was like, that smells really good. I, was like, you know, I kind of teared up. I was only halfway through it. It got a little hectic at one point. I'm adding some marinara sauce, some milk, some some butter. And at the same time, I'm trying to take my take my boiling water off the eye. I got to drain, you know, drain the water and everything. And I got a little... Got a little overwhelmed, but yeah, he even came in there. He tried a little bit of it. Did he? It was real good. Yeah. You know what? I, it's real nice. I sent a picture of Chase and Jeremy. Nice. Chase didn't respond because I was going to talk to you in you thirty know. minutes. That's why. It's fine. Jeremy responded and called me. Called me cheesy flay. Um, you know, it was just a lot of ego boosting going on. It was nice. Really, really enjoyed it. Wow, that's big time. You are, whew. hello fresh, my friends. Cheesy, telling you. Cheesy flay. Yeah. Work, you know, worked today, worked out today, cooked, doing a podcast. I just, jack of all trades. Jack of all freaking trades, my friend. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, I don't have a good segue, but we're going to talk about the UV All-Stars and the snow. Oh, All-Star. There you go. You are an All-Star. I'm an All-Star. So, there we segue into yeah. NBA All-Stars. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, are you an All-Star snub? No, I don't get snubbed. Who is your biggest all-star snub? Bradley Beal. Ooh. Dude's averaging over 28 points a game, six point some odd um, assists per game, four rebounds. Dude's just cooking. And he didn't even make the East All-Stars, which it's just a shame. It really is. All right. It's a real shame. So let's let's look here at the oh, – I'm going to see the East. First of all, just look at the starters for the West and then read the starters for the East, and you're like, what? Like you've literally got LeBron, AD, Kawhi, Luka, and James Harden for the West, and then the East you've got Trey Young, I think Embiid, Siakam. Um, Kimba and Giannis. Kimba and Giannis, and you're like, you like what? Yeah, Kimba, Trey Young, and Siakam on the other side. Luca, James Harden, AD, Kawhi, LeBron. It's just like, dang, such big disparity there. It's just real different. One of these is not like the other. Yeah, thank <laughs> thank goodness for Giannis. Like, yeah, right. You know, golly, bum, that dude's gonna. And I think Embiid's a stud too, but. But um, but he, he but he's he's frustrating, you know. Like he he can take some plays off because a he's not in shape, ever, which is incredible to me. Like he just never gets in shape. He uh, he does that. He's a gigantic human. He is a gigantic human, but gigantic that can shoot and can dribble. It's remarkable to me. Yeah, but he can also jog down the court and almost true kill himself. But he also makes me laugh because he's a big clown. He is a huge clown, but he is – and he's fun to watch. When he gets going, he is fun to watch too. Oh, yeah. He gets rolling. Um, 
like I'm okay. I'm looking here. This is CBS Sports All Star snubs. Paul George, kind of. He's been he's been hurt so yeah, much. Exactly. It's like I'm not rewarding Paul George for playing. He's hurt again right now, so it's like, ugh, yeah, um, you know. Okay, bigger All Star snub in the West. Devin Booker, twenty seven points a game, six point four assists, and what was the average? Like five rebounds. Around four, four or five, or yeah. yeah, and or. Carl Anthony Towns at twenty seven a game, ten and ten point seven rebounds and a block. Devin, the one thing impressive about Devin Booker is he's also shooting over fifty percent from the field. Yeah, which so he's efficiently done it. Yeah. Um, Towns is shooting forty one percent from three on eight and a half or an eight point eight attempts per game. Now, but like I know if you're not like an if you're not Towns is shooting forty percent from three. Yeah. That's incredible. He's cooking, man. Like, he's a baller. He just stuck in Minnesota. Shout out to going back out to Minnesota this weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, you are. You'll be a Minnesota. Yeah, even my, even though my Hawks are cooking the the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. It's beat down. Yeah. We'll be back up, be back up to see the lady this weekend. So. That'll be good. Yeah. It'll be real fun. Yeah. Uh, be real cold. It, it's going to be cold, my friends. We're going to this cool thing called Social Ice. Where they like shut down like the town square, I guess, and there's different bars that have made ice bars. Like your actual bar is made of ice, and they serve you drinks from the ice. And there's like six or seven of these, so these bars are literally made of ice out on out in the streets. Cold, just cold Minnesota. I just don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it. It seems like a lot. Now, if you're getting served bush light. In Minnesota, then I can understand why you would go. No, there's like specialty drinks. These are like specialty Yo, cocktails. Are you trying to tell me that Bush Light isn't special? Because I would disagree. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's. it's so it sounds like that's what you're saying. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's not. Sounds. It's not a specialty mixed drink. That's all I'm saying. No, I get what you're saying. I just just wanted to defend uh, Bush Light. Bush Light. Bush Lattes. Bush Light sponsorship. I know. I, I sound like I'm begging for sponsorships. But if I had a Bush Latte sponsorship, dude, uh, could you only imagine? I don't know if that'd be good for us. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It would not be a good thing for thick to thin. But I would accept it, and I would drink responsibly. Exactly. There you go. To that. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, love it. I don't like this Demar Derozan being on a snub. Sorry. Get no. No, I don't either. Malcolm Brogdon, same thing. Spencer did. Yeah. Spencer did, but he's done well. Zach I Levine just, might be the might be the biggest East snub outside of Bradley. Yeah, but when your team sucks so bad, yeah, just uh, I don't know. Like Levine's a Levine's Levine's a good player, but it's just hard for me to hype up Zach Levine. Like he's a yeah, he's a heck of an athlete. He's, he's scoring cool. it well. It's just kind of like if he went to a good team, he we wouldn't be like, man, look at Zach Levine out there. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I mean, that's, I guess you could say that for a lot of people, but I mean, I don't know. I think Bradley Bill's the the one that I'm just kind of yeah. Who who were the? Do you have the East reserves pulled up? Yeah, you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be Bam out of the bio. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Benny Simmons, uh, Sabonis, Tatum. Oh, Dominic Sabonis. Yeah. Yeah. Sabonis has been balling for the Pacers. He has. Sabonis, Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, and Chris Middleton. Kyle Lowry made it? Yeah. Kyle's averaging oh. 19, 7, and 4 and a half. 19, 7, and 4 and a half. And yeah. then you got Bradley Beal averaging 28, 6, and 4. Yeah. Ex- like, and, so, and then, like, I know I know Jimmy's, like, carrying that. I know Jimmy and. But he's been hurt yeah. a lot this year, too. I know. But, like, look at Jimmy's numbers here. 26 and 7. Like, that's that's good. Like, I guess. You know, in a comparison overall, it's better. But I mean, Bill gets buckets. But and I know Jimmy. I can't. I, I, I still can't believe Jimmy got 
Or Bradley got left out. Yeah, there's just some guys, like, especially, I mean, Tatum, I know he's having his best year. Um, Simmons, yeah, you're, I mean, you can't not put Simmons. But, and I know Bradley Bill's being so-so on defense, and, like, he's not shooting great, but still, like, God. Does it have his field goal percentage on there? Uh, let's see here. All-star. Bradley Beal. He's only shooting 31% from three. Let's see what his overall is. I've not looked at that. I know. Great content, guys. We're just killing it with me researching. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. This year, he's shooting 45%. It's not bad. Not bad for... But only thirty. It's thirty-two percent from three. But still, still. I mean, like, yeah. It's not great. And he, he, you, when you can't stop anybody on a five or fifteen and thirty-one team, it's tough. But yeah, but it's also. I mean, he's averaging the most assists of his career this year. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, dude, what sucks for Bradley is he's in like the worst spot. Like, I know there's some worse organizations, but like, as far as the situation goes, like John Wall's contract's so untradeable. That and he's been hurt. He's and... hurt, and he's going to be hurt. And that team's just not very good. Thomas Bryant, yeah. Thomas Bryant, legit might be your second best player. Yeah, he's coming off the bench now. Jan Mahinmi's. Oh yeah, Jan Mahinmi <laughs> starting, bro. Yeah, bro. Like... Oh man, wouldn't it be weird? You know, most people that are named Bradley, you just call him Brad. But it would be weird to call him Brad Bill. Brad Bill. Old, old Brad Bill. Brad Bill. <laughs> Brad Bill. Yeah. That sounds like Brad Bill just sounds like two old old white guys that are Yeah. Or an old white guy and his his frat son Brad. Yes. So Bill and Brad, yeah. Brad Bill. Brad Bill. Yeah. I don't know. I like making fun of honky names. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. I mean I guess Devin Booker has an argument on the in the West with Ingram has worse numbers than him. It's just kind of that it's a, thing where it's a, Ingram's having the best year of his career type. And I think it's timing. Like, Ingram's had some really, really big games, like right around the right. all-star voting. Like, he drops that 49 to legit think all-star voting started the next day. Like, stuff like that. Like, that that, that comes into play. And then I think because of uh, the popularity of the the Hornets – not the Hornets, the Pelicans. Um, Nobody thinks the Hornets are popular. <laughs> no. I'm a Hornets fan. Nobody. Sorry. You're not even popular in Charlotte. I don't even remember. I, I don't know. Devontae Graham's our best player. Oh, my gosh. That's heartbreaking that to hear. <laughs> but, yeah, like Ingram getting the popularity because they're on TNT all the time because of Zion. And yeah. You're right. Even though Zion wasn't playing. But yeah. But still, yeah, they, they, they had, had a lot of TV. They had a lot of that. Yeah. Thing. I mean, the Lonzo factor. I mean, they had star power. Like, which is crazy. Like, you know, Drew Holiday's a good player. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, but I mean, like, Lonzo, Ingram, the big trade, and then plus all the stuff they scheduled for Zion coming in. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it's a timing. It's a, a, a weird system thing, I guess. Right. But yeah, uh, Chris Paul made it. And I know he, it's kind of due, due to due to. I don't to, even like Chris Paul. I don't like Chris Paul either, but I know like it's because he's led this Oklahoma City young team, blah blah blah. Yeah, even though Shaq Gilgis Alexander's been great, Dennis Schroeder off the bench, looking like six man of the year. Yep. I mean, yeah, they've been, that's it. That they've been impressive with their dude. They've had like about the same uh, same record through as many games as they did last year when they had Russ and Paul George. Yeah. It's, it's been remarkable, actually. It's been – Dude, them, this Pacers team, uh, you know, and um, the Memphis Grizzlies have been shocking. How good – John Morant is just – John Morant's something else, man. He is, dude. He is and, a special kid. And Shaquille O'Neal thought that John Morant was one word and that he didn't know his last name. Wow. I learned – I figured that out. Uh, a day or two ago, shocked in a fool. He was, he was said something about John Moran. He's like, I don't even know his last name. And uh, Dwayne Wade was like, <laughs> What? Morant. His name is Ja. His first name, Ja. He's like, oh, I thought it was something like French. John Moran. 
What are you talking like, about? Jack? I was like, you literally cover the NBA, Shaq, <laughs> and you didn't know that Ja and Morant were were separate. <laughs> that that was a, both names. Wow. Is <laughs> it's like, are you are you kidding me, Shaq? Wow. Oh man, little Shaq. That was uh. Oh yeah, it was comical. I don't know. I love that big fella. I love the TNT crew. Yeah, I really like them. They're always fun. Ernie cracks me up. Ernie's like just the bro in that group, and he just talks a little trash. He has a good time. Yeah, and then you got the old Shaq, Chuck beef, and then, you know, Kenny's pretty forgettable because he played at a dumb college. But yeah. Oh, you talking about the smart school? Yeah. North Carolina? You ever heard of it? Yep. I have heard of it. I actually saw it on the. The list to be in the NIT this year. Oh. So that's what well, how's, how's, how's it going to feel when this Saturday we come store? Well, you know, you 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 head on down to Chapel Hill and you take a beat down from this NIT worthy team. You know, you don't believe that. Uh, here's my thing. <laughs> you know, you Here, don't believe no, no, it. no. Here's my here's my thing. So I I was I walked in last night and said, JJ, here's what's going to happen. We just took an absolute butt whooping the last week. It sucks, and I don't like it. And but here's what's going to happen: we're going to play Florida State close. We're going to have some times where like probably could have won that game if we don't go mm-hmm. ice cold. Yep. And I, I, Garrison Brooks and Cole Anthony have to learn to play better together. And but. We played Florida State close, and I don't think Duke's great. And I'm thinking, this rivalry is one of those things, man. I've seen a lot of worse, mm-hmm. te- really bad teams beat good teams. And there's enough talent on Carolina to maybe put it together for one game. So I'm getting all optimistic, and I'm going to be up in Minnesota, and I'm going to have to watch the same thing come out of Tennessee and Carolina and huge underdogs. So this will be a true tester of our relationship when I go up there to see the lady and she's got to listen to me say potty mouth words to about both teams. And these are college kids. Well, I just, I just feel really bad that you're going to be in Minnesota with my best friend and, uh, and you're just going to be devastated on Saturday after you take two big L's. Oh my God. Kentucky. After Kentucky beats Tennessee by double digits, and after Duke beats Carolina by double digits, it's going to be <sighs> it's just going to be rough for you, man. There's like that realism part of me that knows it's going to happen, but then there's also that you know, like when you're ten years old, do you always believe you can win? Like mm-hmm. I, we talked about this weekend, there was like a point whenever I was like still a freshman, I was like, maybe I'll grow to be six seven, I'll become mm-hmm. a big time NBA player, and then like I got old enough to realize that's just stupid, and uh, yeah. So uh, it's kind of how I always feel. It's like maybe there's a chance, but then like in the like the realistic part of my mind, it's like we're not going to beat that team. This- to be fair, Duke lost on their home court to Stephen F. Austin. It's a tough Stephen F. Austin team. And then Kentucky lost on their home court to uh, – what the crap was their name? I can't remember their name. They're so bad. Who was that? The start of the year beat them. Oh, just a terrible team. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, so, I, I mean, I'm more to be so, fair, I more so believe in the Tennessee factor because Rick Barnes is undefeated on that court against John Calipari, and we had worse teams the first two years. So uh, I don't know. I think there's potential there. I don't think Kentucky's with, that good. With college basketball being so bad and what it is this year. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, nothing shocks me. If we Evansville, yeah, Evansville, that's who. Evansville, we're. that's right. Sorry, and um, no, I mean nothing shocks me in college basketball. Yeah, like there's, there's no way I w- I would look at either of those the Duke Carolina game or the Kentucky Tennessee game and be like yeah Carolina doesn't have a chance or Tennessee doesn't have a chance like yeah it doesn't surprise you in the what I think should what I think should happen. Is I think both Duke and Kentucky should win by ten. Yeah, yeah. I think that should happen. Duke shooting the three ball better this year, especially than they did last year. They've still got a good inside threat with uh, Vernon Carey. 
Mm-hmm. Still a good defensive team. It's just they have these lapses that I'm just like, especially when I think I think Vernon Carey can be slowed down by Garrison Brooks. Mm-hmm. I think that's a yeah. I think that's a good matchup for for both of them. Um, and then Cole Anthony Trey Jones matchup. I that's think that's gonna a good be, matchup. That's gonna be a fun game. That's gonna be a fun matchup. But I think really what's gonna separate it. Is I don't know if Brandon is if Brandon Robinson I will be back. Don't think so. Um, just saying, if Brandon Robinson is back, you'll uh, you got another score. Have that Brandon Robinson, Casha Stanley matchup, kind of Jordan Goldwire and um, shoot uh, Leaky Black. That's kind of a big. You know, y'all got some length there, and then one matchup I think Carolina can't exploit is if Duke. Is playing. I think Jack White will play a lot more than Matthew Hurt, surprisingly, in this game because I think Jack White's a better post defender than Matthew Hurt. So on Armando Baycott, yeah, I think you know when you're all running that double post, I wouldn't even surprise me if Jack White started over Matthew Hurt. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but you know, Hurt's not very thick. No, you'll actually be in Hurt's like hometown, bunch in the game. Oh yeah, that's right. You'll actually be in the, the, and then the Jones brothers, Tyson and, and Trey, are from Minnesota as well. So yeah, you're going to be up there. With the Hurts and the Joneses. Yeah, I, and what's what the funny part is, like I'll, I'll be the best looking one out of all four of those. It's crazy, best athlete, just, most intelligent. I mean, they chose a bad school, so yeah. I mean, yo. You know, I just hear, I just hear like a lot of disrespectful stuff, <laughs> especially since you know Tyus is a national champion um, and just a cold-blooded assassin. Um, I've never, I I usually dislike some, a lot of players, but I didn't really dislike any of that. Like, I didn't like that they won. I don't. I dislike them because they're Duke. But that team was that national championship team was. Cold blooded killers for a bunch of. Other than there is one player on that team you probably didn't like. It was Grace. Oh, that's that right. Yeah, year too. He, he was in that class because he he had that big game in the final four. In that, the national championship. No, that's what, that's what it was. Yeah, there was the national championship. Yep. He had his big game, and I was he like, hit oh, a couple guy. threes and had an and one, and like it was this random. Yeah, boost. yeah, and that's what they needed. He that hit, team, man, Tyus was just Tyus was killer. cold, man. He was a he killer. hit those shots that literally like. If we, I remember one, we were up like, I'm gonna be honest, I'm pretty sure it was 63-60 against Virginia at Virginia. Yeah, and he goes bam, and he it's late. It was a big like, less than three. Feed, he feeds Jalil. Jalil, you know they always double post. Jalil back out to him. Shot clock running down. He just, I was watching it. I was at Sam's Club in the back watching it on my phone. And uh, they can't fire me. I don't work there anymore. Yeah. Um, and he just like bam, bam, just pulls up and just knocks the bottom out of one. And, and that was that like, was it. That was the game winner. It was just and fun. then he, he hit a, and he hit another. He hit a ceiling three against Wisconsin too in the national yeah. championship. Yep. He, was, he just hit those shots that you were just like you knew. Justice it was going Winslow in. shot over forty percent from three that year. Quinn Cook averaged. Quinn Cook was the second leading scorer on that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Angelo Okafor. They could they could knock it down, man. That team, that was weird. That team could knock it down. We could shoot it, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it should be a. I do Carolina games are always they're always always fun. a good time for me. I, I think if B Rob plays, which I think there is a possibility, and it's always one of those if you're going to get up for one game, if you're going to rally through, if you're going to take some mm-hmm. take some illegal steroid shots or you know, you do whatever you got to do to play, this is the game. It's the home yeah. game versus Duke, uh, I, and I think Brooks is excited. I think he he you know he knows what this means, and obviously. Uh, with you know, with all these guys, I mean, these young guys are going to finally understand it. And Baycott, hopefully, it's not like one of those. Oh my gosh, today's it, you know. Mm-hmm. But Cole Anthony obviously understands it because of his dad. Um, so you know, this means a lot. These guys want to play in this game. So hopefully, everybody gets up, figures some stuff out. Because I thought, you know, if, if anybody's going to beat that freaking crap out of Carolina. It would have been Florida State. They're just a terrible matchup for us. But they held their own. And this team is definitely better than its record, I think, talent-wise. Now, I don't think it's a great team. Like, it's a, it's like Nick Jones harps on Andrew Playtech. He should not be playing 40 minutes a game for any Carolina team ever. 
unless it's right. like the manager's game. But mm-hmm. that, but it's just the way it was the injuries, and I, I think the talent level is getting there. And if we have everybody healthy, there's a shot. It's a small percentage, but there's a shot. Yeah, there's a shot. And I think, I mean, even when you go to the bench, they're going to have to f- somehow get some production out of Christian Keeling and Justin Pierce and yep. Playtech and guys like that. Pierce where I think to. Duke, I think Duke will find production, whether it be Wendell Moore or Joey Baker. Joey Baker actually had a good spark for us in the second half against Boston College on Tuesday, um, even though he hadn't been playing well of late. Uh, got Wendell Moore back from a hand injury. He's played a couple games now. I mean, Jack White's actually shot the three ball better of late. Mm-hmm. Javin Delorier, you know what he gives you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I think Duke's bench has a chance to set him apart from. Yeah. Carolina. Yeah. I mean, if um, Justin Pierce is going to have to play like he did earlier on in the year for this to wind up being something like he's got a, that guy's one. They're going to have to find some, cause they're just the Duke's the leading, leading scoring team in the ACC. Yep. Um, we've shot it better this year, even though we had our least points, least, least, uh, least amount of points scored in the game this year, the last game on the road at Boston college. But um, I don't know. Trey's played in the game before. Yeah. Jack Watt and Deloria are seniors. Alex O'Connell's a junior. They know. Joey Baker's sophomore. I mean, it's it's weird having more of a veteran team for Duke, even though you've got Hurt and Cassius and Wendell and Carey. Um, you have those freshmen. But I don't know. It should be good. It always takes me a, a full day to prepare for Duke Carolina. I got, I, got a, I got the early one with Tennessee and Kentucky at one, and then this is six. Yeah, it's like a – I mentally prepare for it. Yeah, I think it should be a national holiday for. Yeah, because um, usually the the second one is on. I want to say Wednesday. Usually, one's on a Saturday, one's on a Wednesday. Is how I feel like it always is Tuesday, Wednesday. But yeah, so usually one's during the week, and I feel like I should not have to go to work so I can mentally prepare. You should, but I whatever, think. and get paid for it. Oh yeah, so it should be a paid day off. Yeah, for sure. of course, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Well. Saturday, six o'clock. Game time. I will be sure to text you nasty, nasty things. Yeah, I hope I hope you have a terrible day on Saturday, and I hope I have a. I hope Saturday is the worst day of your life, but the only reason it's better is because of Alexa. So thank you, I appreciate that. So yep. Well, I appreciate you podding with me tonight. I see our, I see our, I see our group text is finally responding to us today, so uh, they can screw they they are off. Screw off, a bunch of hillbillies. We're, me and Cheese are podding by ourselves. I don't care about you, mm-hmm. rest of you scrubs. But Yeah, I can't wait to text them back and be like, we don't need you. Yeah. We don't need your kind. Dummies. Yeah. But anyways. But find us on all of our social medias, link down below. Good pod. Peace out. Appreciate you, Cheesy. Peace, cheers. It's a revolution. revolution.